Welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and partner in crime and somebody bemoaning Tanaka's first start today. Uh, it's Rob Langevin. What's going on, Kevin? What's going on, everybody at home? You're welcome for the fast turnaround and hearing us and our subtle tones twice in, I don't know what, five days? I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, that alone should, like, be like an inoculation for babies. <laughs> what? Our voices and uh-huh. our fantasy knowledge is enough to inoculate babies. In order to prevent them from getting viruses and stuff. Viruses. Computer viruses. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, uh, for those that were concerned, uh, this is my actual computer again. We have somehow saved it. Um, it's ah, 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 staying alive. Um, nice. <laughs> thanks. I, I do what I can. Uh, this probably isn't going to be uh, too hefty of an episode here, but there is some pretty relevant news that you probably need to hear. First off, Sadio Mane, going to be honest, it's just a whole leg injury. It looks like he could have hurt his ankle, his knee, and his hip all on that play. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like he'll definitely be out for the short term. Is this a player that you're definitely moving on, or are you willing to wait until we have more information? Obviously, we have a very short period of time to make this decision with the midweek matches coming up. Yeah, uh, you know, he's owned in 21% of leagues. His price tag is inflated for a midfielder. Um, I I don't think you could go into the week without having him as, uh, you know, having him on your team. I think there's just too many better options out there with, with decent enough fixtures that you could miss a match with. You could even downshift to another Liverpool player. Like a Coutinho who who had his monthly monthly showing of good support for your fantasy squad, and then he'll probably now disappear for three weeks. Um, you could throw your your enjoyment on Roberto Firmino, who is probably someone I would tout more than Coutinho this week. I know Coutinho did well last week, but he always does well after he comes back from international and then completely disappears again. Um, you know, but the midfield ranks. I mean, with Mane's price tag at nine point six. Um, you basically have the lateral movement to go anywhere you want. You know, uh, basically pick a fixture with a midfielder that you like. Um, hell, you can even go. You can even play the uh, maybe I trust Riyad Mahrez game and against Sunderland this week and invest your money thusly. But uh, yeah, Mane's the injury did not look comforting. It didn't look like a didn't look like an immediate. Oh, I'll be back on you know Tuesday Wednesday kind of thing. You know, it actually makes me question if he'll be, he'll be ready for the for the weekend fixtures as well. Um, the thing about Liverpool is, I mean, how long are we trusting a Liverpool player past or before game week 34 when you wildcard, Kev? Um, you know, Liverpool doesn't double the rest of the way out. Um, people are trying to set up their rosters for the double game week in 34 and the future double game weeks to be announced. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, was, was Liverpool ever a team that you would be investing in, say, 34 and beyond? I know we've gone over their schedule a, a few times, you know, going down the stretch. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's okay on the run-in, but is there any, anything there that you're like, you know what, i got to have a Liverpool player regardless of a double game week? Um, you know, it's always nice having those guys that aren't going to blank at all. That you just yes. ride on, so you don't have to constantly switch your teams. But with with the wild cards still in play, which we both have, um, it does make it a little less appealing because we can just adjust that way. <laughs> with, with Mane's price, somewhat struggles of late. Although he did obviously score at the weekend, um, Coutinho's been hit and miss. Firmino Firmino's been very disappointing from a fantasy aspect this season. I wouldn't say you have to. 
I'd understand if you do. Like, I'm, I wouldn't condemn it either way, but it's definitely not something I'm targeting. If I have a Liverpool player in before 34 and they're playing well, like, I probably wouldn't drop them just to drop them. But, I mean, yeah, the, the fact they don't play doubles is obviously a negative, but obviously the upside is you don't have to worry about blanks either. And they are very good fixtures, mm-hmm. basically through the end of the season. Yeah, I think Southampton is their toughest fixture. Which isn't on the tough anymore because they're defensive. I mean, well, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still top ten. They're still top ten defense, I believe. True. So, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be super worried about it. <laughs> um, the <laughs> other uh, big news uh, that weirdly nobody's really talking about yet, maybe just because we've turned around so fast that nobody else has had time to get it taken, is that uh, Zlatan's back and available, but yep, no one Mata, Pogba's still hurt. Uh, is this the first Herrera match? Forgot to check that. Um, but regardless, this is not going to be a Manchester United team at full strength. Although Everton did look very leaky against Liverpool last week. Are you interested at all in bringing Zlatan back or is this kind of like the earn it one week and then maybe consider it before the weekend? He's an, he's an immediate ad for me. I, I've actually already done it. Um, I wanted to avoid the price change. He's, he's scared. He's, he's not going to go up this week because he's, he has, he's locked because of the suspension. So he won't go up in price, but I wanted to make a move based on someone else for their price. So I just went ahead and did the two moves. But yeah, for me, Zlatan is the is the number one transfer in for basically everyone. If you have a transfer this week, and guess what? Everybody does. He, everybody should bring, <laughs> be bringing in Zlatan this week. Um, you know, his, his run of games, you know, for the next three or four is okay. He's got Everton, Sunderland, Chelsea. And then basically you're setting yourself up for the double game week in 34 because United are the prize there when they play Burnley and City. Yes, most of these games, they do have three out of the five on, on the road. But you're building your Zlatan is the best player available on the 34 slate that doubles. There's there's no doubt about it with Palace and and, and Southampton is the other and team. Palace is like has awful. A yeah, Pal- Palace's matches matchups are just awful, but you know they still there still is some squeaky value there. Um, you know yeah, we'll get into that, that a little bit a yeah. little bit more. <laughs> you know I I do like guys there, and my other move there was based on a Crystal Palace player. So I'm setting trying to setting myself up for week 34. You know continuing my doesn't hurt me now, but will help me in the future motif. Um, so yeah, but uh, Zlatan to, for me is a, is a must add. I I I think he's more important as a fantasy forward right now than Aguero and Costa and yeah that's pretty much I'd put him up, I'd put him above those two and you know we'll, we'll segue this into into different things because I just said Diego Costa and I do I do want to talk about uh, I do want to talk about this only because I think he's becoming more fantasy relevant I know his price tag is not conducive of what we've seen all year but look at what he's doing right now Kevin Jamie Vardy is becoming yeah. a fantasy asset again correct at 9.9, he's got to be – he's putting himself back into that, all right, I deserve to be in the Lukaku, uh, Kane, Costa, Aguero, Ibrahimovic category, correct? Mm. I mean, f- four goals in four. And two assists, I think he's got seven in his last six all comps. I mean – uh, for, for my money right now, I, I'd, ha- I'd rather have – I'd rather own Jamie Vardy for their next few fixtures. I mean, I know uh, Leicester plays Su- – they're at home to Sunderland this week. But this is we, – we usually do an either-or segment. And with the short week, we kind of, we kind of are, are pulling away from it a little bit. But in a nutshell, Kevin, over the next few fixtures, would you rather own Jamie Vardy or Diego Costa? It's Vardy, and it's crazy that it is, especially at that price. 
but he, mm-hmm. he continues to score and Costa hasn't been. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Yeah, I mean, look at Vardy's next upcoming fixtures. I they, uh, Leicester still has one double game week. It's yet to be determined. It'll probably be in week 37, and it's not going to be very sexy because their makeup game is against Spurs. So the, the week 37 fixture, if you're planning this far ahead, will be they'll have City and Spurs in that double game week. That's not very sexy, but here is here is upcoming fixtures. He's home to Sunderland. He's at Everton. He's at Crystal Palace. He's at Arsenal. He's at West Brom. Um, and Leicester, before they started really getting hot, was basically just a dreadful, god-awful you know, uh, away club. Um, and I know that's not really, I know that's kind of a scary fact, but, but look at, look at Diego Costa's upcoming fixtures. His Man City at home, Bournemouth away, United away, Southampton home, Everton away. That's five, that's four out of the five next games against top 10 defenses. He's got four out of five. And with the, with the quick game against City and then the quick turnaround about Bournemouth, you know, I'm not getting. There's the way Chelsea's playing. I I can see them actually muddling up something and and giving some guys a rest. I'm not saying who or what, but I I I I don't see them putting out what we saw on you know Saturday against Crystal Palace. I think one one or two changes are going to be made. I know they haven't made changes much all year, but I can see it coming because at the end of the game. They kind of were throwing all pits at pits at the pendulum at the end of the game. They basically playing with like three defenders and seven midfielders and attackers. Mm. So um, you know, but yeah. So I'm I'm with you on the the page that Jamie Vardy is basically more important right now than Diego Costa. Yeah, which which again just feels crazy to say, but uh, I do yeah. agree with you there. Um, that's a very easy segue into uh, start sets unless there's any price changes you wanted to get in. Well, I mean, I, I do want to talk about some some okay. price changes. There, there, there are a couple that have gone up. There's not many. I'll just run run through them real quick. Real quick. Uh, Leighton Baines is, is has gone up because these are mostly guys that have played on Saturday because they actually had an effect for the one day of price change. Leighton Baines has gone up. Riyad Mahrez has gone up. Tadic has gone up. Rashford's gone up. And for some strange re- reason, Lorente went up, but he didn't even play, which is a huge conundrum. And then on the price downs, Phil Jones, uh, Winston Reed. Sadio Mane went down because people just re- reacted to the injury really quick. And then Michael Antonio went down because he's out for another two, three games at least. Um, and then on the speculative price up, price, you know, price ups, basically, we don't care about price downs because you're the, they're, you're, they're yesterday's news. Um, Antonio Valencia is going to go up tonight. Philippe Coutinho, Della Ali, Jamie Vardy, and Wilfred Zaha are scheduled to go up. Um, also, Jan Vertonghen and Roberto Firmino are probably scheduled to go up as long as their transfers continue at the same pace they go in. Thanks to our friends at Fantasy Football Fix for their established stats and forecasting. Um, yeah, but 
there's nobody in there that shouldn't be going up. And um, we mentioned a guy, and we'll probably talk to him because he's probably going to get mentioned by one or both of us in start sits. Um, but but Wilfred Zaha, um, th- was that was it just me or I know he, it was a highlight game. It was against the number one club, but that was that was pre Afcon Wilfred Zaha stuff that we he saw. Looked correct, so good. Jeez, yeah, I, I'm I'm not worried about those uh, matches for him at all. I, I've already brought him in this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me me as well. And that I I mentioned before that I brought in Ibrahimovic as one of my moves, and Zaha was my other move because he speculatively expected to go up, and I wanted to save the penny. So I, I did Zaha and Ibrahimovic in, but uh, let's we'll get on our teams in a little bit. Kev, who do you got on your start side of, the, of this this game week thirty one? Yeah, uh, for my starts, you've already basically used up all the talking points. Um, but Jamie Vardy <coughs> with Lukaku and Costa both kind of flopping at the weekend. Vardy's very interesting. Um, only Lukaku has contributed two more goals than Vardy six over that period. Like we said, four goals, two assists, and Sunderland have a bottom five defense. Uh, and Vardy, seven, seven of his nine goals have come at home, which is where Leicester mm-hmm. are playing this weekend. So he is definitely worth owning at this point. Um, in midfield, the obvious one is Della Ali. I, I don't think there's a debate any longer on which Tottenham midfielder is the best option. I think it's pretty clearly Ali. Uh, and he has become uh, the focal point in Kane's absence uh, while mm-hmm. Kane's been out hurt. Um, could have easily had two goals at the weekend, did have the assist. Um, then uh, <laughs> I don't want to take yours. Uh, but I'll just name drop Fabregas, who I said I was definitely going to bring in this week. I brought in Zaha just because he's cheaper. But I may still, depending on where I go from Mane, I'm really not sure if I'm going to go Ali or Fabregas, but I obviously like both of those. <laughs> and uh, there's another one, but I'm going to leave that because it sounded like you were alluding to it earlier. Uh, as for defenses, I like Burnley. I don't mind Watford. I like Palace against Southampton. We ju- uh, just heard right before we started recording that Gabbiadini will not be fit in time. Uh, Tottenham, obviously against Swansea, and dare I say Liverpool? I, I just say Bournemouth away, uh, I don't know. I, I think there could be a little sneaky value in there, but kind of like we were saying, do you want to own Liverpool people if it's not like a great matchup? I don't know. But um, anyway, it's worth a look. Uh, who do you have in yours for uh, people you're you're thinking about of starting this week? Yeah, defensively, you hit on basically everybody I love, Spurs, is a is a must own. I think Burnley at home against Stoke is is a sneaky good call. Um, I, I like Hull at home against Middlesbrough. Um, I, my count this week is Andrew Robertson mm. got a goal got a goal last week. Hull Hull is the better at home. Um, they're just not one of those teams who can consistently keep clean sheets. They always seem to break your heart and give you the West Brom sy- symptoms of clean sheetedness and just let one in and just ruin it. Um, through the midfield. Um, I mentioned him a couple times, and I brought I just brought him in. It's it's Wilfred Zaha. I'm I, I'm not concerned what Southampton's going to do defensively at home. I, I think that Zaha is going to if he if he does have the energy level that he did at the Chelsea game. That's the one thing. The only thing I worry about is that he doesn't have the the energy level that he had playing against a number one team versus a middle middle club team like middle uh, Southampton. Um, you know, I was impressed what he did. Um, he had he had fitness. He had speed. He had skill. It's basically everything, and he has a great price tag for for at fantasy FPL. You know him at five dot. What is he? Five dot eight. Five dot six. I mean, that's that's a great buy. You know, he, he falls into that that middling price tag of the Josh Kings and anybody else that's usable in that five dot range that you want to you know throw a star on and add to your team. He's he looks like a a plus. And if you're building for the future, he's got a double game week in thirty four. Uh, and the forwards, 
you know, I had Jamie Vardy down uh, and you, you said him, but I had a secondary guy. And I think that, you know, if people are, own a Sadio Mane and they want to gamble and are, are stuck and they want a, 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 a sneaky forward option, how about Divock Origi? Came on in the game for the Mon- after Mane left, and he had a he had a cracker of a goal. Uh, his price tag six dot one. I mean, there's no guarantees that he's gonna play, but he's fresher than the guys who went abroad and played internationals. He only got was it 40, 50 minutes in the game the, over the weekend. Uh, I could see him getting a start from the beginning of the game and actually maybe flourishing against a Bournemouth side that likes to ship goals. Um, you know. Like I said, this is a, that's a complete gamble for anybody who owns a Sadio Mane and they don't really trust a Philippe Coutinho and they don't trust a Firmino. I know they're different positions. Stop yelling at me through the internet. But I'm just saying that if you wanted to make a, an additional change and gamble on a Liverpool player this week, it would be Divock Origi. I do not trust Philippe Coutinho. I think that he comes around once a month and then disappears. He's like the... Uh, the, the creature from South Park with this broccoli, le- with the Patrick Dempsey leg and the celery. He, that's what he is. I can't remember the name <laughs> of it, but it's hilarious. But it's that's what he is. He comes around, peeks his head, and goes, oogie boogie, I'm on your fantasy team. Gets transferred in 50,000 times and then does nothing. Um, that's basically Philippe Coutinho in a fantasy season in a nutshell. Um, we'll just jump right into my sits because they're pretty, they're pretty basic. Uh, on the forward side... Uh, Anybody on Detroit Dini or wanted to look at Watford, sale it. It's look, there's better options. Just invest your money in high price guys who are gonna double and give you some kind of value. Uh, through the midfield, Kevin texted me today, wow, Mezzet also looked good today. I said, Cool, show me it more than that's, once and he'll probably not be in what the I Bundesliga. Said. I said that he's been more <laughs> impressive know. lately. Because <laughs> then I he know. went on and did nothing. <laughs> I know. Well he got an assist, but you know, let's 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 cheer for Mesut also his price tag and when he's playing in the Bundesliga next year. Uh, and on defense, uh, I'm if you own a Stoke defender, then week 31 is not the play. I think Leicester rolls this game. I think this is a game that Leicester comes out and probably scores three goals and makes the Potters look like clay. <laughs> okay, that's what I got. <laughs> got him or something. <laughs> Maybe. Got a maybe. <laughs> Who you got in uh, defense then? What happened? Did you go through defense? Yeah, I said Stoke. Just avoid Stoke defenders. Oh, oh that was it. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, for me, for my sits, I actually had a question mark on Divacarie. So uh, glad to get your thoughts there. Uh, for Tottenham, Jansen is definitely not starting this one. Also, over 5% of teams still have Rondon in them. He hasn't scored since his hat trick against Swansea 15 matches ago. You did already yeah, mention Origi. It was. What do you think of Rashford now that it looks like Rooney's back, Ibrahimovic is back? Do you think he gets a wing slot, or do you think he's just unownable now? I think that they. I think Marsh, Martial will stay in no the left. lineup. Yeah, yeah, and I think Rashford will be if United is winning. I think that he comes back. Also, the one good thing about Ibrahimovic coming back this week is, guess what? He didn't just play three days ago, so he's going to have full energy. So there's not any question about him playing on night. Yeah, he's he's at almost a month off now. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me in midfield, kind of tied to that Liverpool question mark for defense. Is that I'm not expecting anything from Josh King this week. I know that he's been scoring loads of goals, but I looked into some of the more underlying stuff. Did you know that he's only averaging one shot on target per match over his last five matches? Yeah, I know, I know his shot, his his goal to it's sh- insane goals, shots on goal is just is is ridiculous. He's it's got nuts. like. 
He's got like eight goals in his last like twelve shots or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's like stupid. that hat trick game, he had three shots on target and yeah. three goals. Yeah. Um, which did not include the penalty because that was not on target. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the Liverpool defense looked surprisingly adequate against Everton. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of leaning away uh, a little bit from Josh King this week. I still own him. I'm not going to sell him, but this isn't called buy sell. It's called start sit. And I'm probably mm-hmm. going to sit him this week. Um, so yeah, uh, then in the back line, I'm selling on the Bournemouth guys. Uh, I had still had Adam Smith through all of these ups and downs. And now I'm selling high. Two cleans and some baps in the last two matches. But now, Bournemouth are going to face the three best attacks in football three consecutive weeks. Mm-hmm. So the prices are about as high as they're going to get right now. I recommend shipping off now. Um, all right. We are we are chugging right along here. Uh, as for captain choices for you, uh, you have a direction you're particularly leaning? Uh, I mean, there's there's... I'm trying. I own both Lukaku and Ibrahimovic, so I probably they probably negate each other. I don't own, you know, Alexis Sanchez. That would probably be my number one if if I did own Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I captained Ali. He got me an assist last week. This fixture looks even better. That must than have been last real week. frustrating because he should have had so many more points. Yeah, he was involved in so many buildups and just nothing came came to flourish. But you know this this game looks better than last week's game where I thought he could do something. You know, playing at Swansea, I think that Spurs go into this, and I'm not saying they run rough shot, but I think that Swansea are are going to give up a goal. I know defensively Swansea is pretty stout. They're they're better at home. Let's put it that way. They're not freaking what they used to be because they were god awful at the beginning of the season through like Christmas, and they've gotten a little bit better since Bradley has gone. Um, so, you know, Ali is Ali is tempting. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it on any of my forwards. Defoe is my third forward. Um, it's it's looking like an Ali, or if you own Alexis Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez is the guy. If you own Alexis Sanchez, it's this he's the guy this week. And, you know, and and the Chelsea guys are playing Man City, so it's you get four four good clubs with a lot of fantasy options: United, Everton, Chelsea, Man City. You know, they kind of negate each other. It's I know it's a it's a weird thing to think about, but when they when they bigger fantasy clubs play each other, you kind of shy away from using those players with with the you know the extra onus of putting a captain on them. I, I, that's just me. I don't. I don't know, but yeah. So it's right now as my team sits, it'd probably be Della Ali. Mm. Yeah, for me, I'm going to be captaining Alexis. Uh, you already mentioned your moves. Uh, for me, I've already swapped Snodgrass for Zaha. I was just real tired of Snodgrass's nonsense, and Zaha was very appealing. <laughs> the problem with that impulse swap is that um, if I wanted to make another move, like from Mane to Ali or Fabregas, I can do that. But then I can't get off the Bournemouth guys, which I just told you to do. So it'll be interesting to see which route I take, but I will be making one of those moves as well. Um, I know we asked for praise early on for getting something out. This was crazy brief, just a little over 20 minutes, uh, but we thought it was important to address some of those things. Uh, but we will head out of here somewhat early. So Rob, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? As always, you can find me on the Twitter machine at Smokey underscore Loogie, and you can find my writings and stylings on Razball.com. Yep, and I am your other host, Kevin DeVries, at Kevroff on Twitter. Check out all my stuff, uh, Goal.com, uh, EPL Index, uh, also the EPL Roundtable, also, uh, what else, the Eagles Beak, also our DFS videos through, um, 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 oh yeah. man, VIP bet. VIPbet.com. Wow. Blanked on that real hard. Uh, hopefully you don't listen to this. Hey, thanks for uh, tuning in. Sorry this is brief, but also you're welcome this is brief. We didn't uh, have time nearly for as much nonsense, but baseball's back, 
and we have to go record a DFS video now uh, in this quick turnaround before these midweek matches. But hopefully this has helped. Hopefully uh, you finish uh, pretty highly this week, and we will catch you probably Thursday. Are we going to try to record Wednesday again? We could do Wednesday, maybe. All right. Well, there you go. A little peek behind the curtain there. I think we're going to try to do Wednesday as well. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, like we said, best of luck. We'll catch you then. Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.